Welcome to Building Texas with Justin McKenzie and Summer Babarak, sponsored by the Bernie Kendall County Economic Development Corporation and Das Greenhouse. And now, here's your host, Justin McKenzie. Welcome to Building Texas. My name's Justin McKenzie, and today we have a really interesting guest that continues to make an impact on our law enforcement community across the state. When we talk about Building Texas, it, it really is an opportunity to sit back and reflect on all of the things that go into uh, growing and moving forward in the state as we see rapid expansion, as we see changes in uh, the culture and changes in our communities. And first responders are really the front line of everything we're doing and the growth that we're seeing. So I'm, I'm thrilled to introduce Brad Cornell from Hope for Heroes for Texas and to hear his story on how he got to Bernie and, and where did he find the passion for this organization? So, Brad, welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. So tell me, Brad, where would people recognize you from around town, walking down the street? How would they know you're Brad? Probably because I'm so loud. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably because I get around and because I love people. That's probably the one thing is I really love Bernie. I love people and um, love trying to help whenever I can. And so just the presence when you walk in, just I just love to – I've never met a stranger. I just like to meet people and – See if we we can make them happy in some way. How long have you been in Bernie? What brought you to Bernie? I've been in Bernie for 15 years. I used to live in Ingram, Texas, okay. and Kerrville. And then I moved to Atlanta for a few years. So after we left Atlanta, I wanted to come back, and my little wife wanted to be in Bernie. So we ended up here in Bernie at the uh, Double Diamond Ranch. And so it's been a blessing to watch this place grow, and I love the people, and it's a, it's a great community. Coming into Bernie and seeing it grow over the last 15 years – You've had your career outside of Bernie, but really turned your passion on to Hope for Heroes in the last three years. Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. Where you don't have a background in law enforcement in, nope. in your history, what got you passionate? What brought you to the table uh, to make this your work? I've always been in awe of our first responders. When I mean, you've got guys out there that will put their life on the line to save you, and I'm running out and they're running in, that's some horsepower, man. I'm like, isn't this amazing? And becoming some friends with them. And then in Austin, the friend down here, his son is a, a SWAT officer up in Austin. And so I just had an awe on what they do. And I was hearing all the things going on in Austin. And they're defunding him $150 million, And they're having all these guys, riots. And they're having all these challenges. And I just called him to say, hey, how you doing, man? He said, I'm doing terrible. This is really tough. These guys are throwing rocks at us. We've, they're telling us they want to shoot us. And we've got guys quitting. And they're defunding us. And it's just... It's, it's ridiculous. There's no, and he said the key word, there's no hope. And I thought, man, when you lose hope, you've lost everything. I said, you guys are our heroes. He goes, public doesn't think that. So that's when I came up and the next week I had Hope for Heroes on the road. I thought, I'm going to take Hope for Heroes and all I'm going to do is something different. I'm just going to let them know that they're loved, that they, we care about them. And so that's how it all began with just an idea of what if I give them, you got to have a reason for them to come to Bernie, which of course is a great hotel to stay at a night. Give them a three or $400 gift card, depending on how many kids they have, because it's not cheap to come out of town. But the big thing is, let's surprise them like a giant surprise birthday party, but they don't know anybody. Because the greeting is how you go home sometimes, and it's just, if nothing else, your dog's there, and it's jumping all over you. You're like, yeah, buddy. You feel man, a nice greeting. So that's how I started it. And I had one couple come, two couples, actually. Is a, a guys were both my first start. You want me to go that far? You want me to? Yeah, you go as far yeah. as you want. So, I, I had two guys from the peer support said, these guys need to get away. And they're wives and families. So they were partners, but the wives didn't know each other. 
And so they came down, and we gave him a greeting, which is a few of us. And then they, the guy came downstairs after this is all over, and he was crying, and he's a tough-looking guy. And he said, Brad, don't ever stop this. My 12-year-old son just said, Daddy, you really are a hero. He's never said that before. Then through the weekend, the wives became friends. Now they're best of friends, and the whole family came together. So that's when it was like, you know what? This is working. And so I just started continuing and now it just keeps growing, and there's been over 200 officers and their families attend well, the galas and all the things, and they're just so appreciative. We give the women because they're really the women are the superheroes because if something happens to him, they've got to take over. So we honor them with a dozen yellow roses because they're our yellow rose of Texas, and it's just been growing and growing. So it's just really been an awesome blessing, and we just, what I always say, we just show them the love of Jesus. We love you, man. And that we don't realize how little they hear of we love you because they're always getting thrown rocks at thinking they're the bad guys. And sure, there's some bad apples, but these guys are out there to save our lives. I always say once they, once an officer or first responder puts his uniform on, he just put his family second and put ours first. So I just try to share that passion. And when people come to a Hope for Heroes greeting, they see it themselves. So you mentioned peer support. Yeah. And that's how you, <clears throat> that's how you find these stories. It's how you find the people that you're going to honor what is peer support? Okay, peer support, every police department has a peer support, and they're the guys that have, when the officers are having challenges, they're the who they go to. They're the ones that know the inside of what's happening. Don't ever share it very often with anybody, of course, but I have to go to them. I can't just go pick them myself because I don't know who they are, and, and it has to be anonymous. I don't know who these guys are, so I'll, I have a peer support in San Antonio and in Austin and all around. And say, hey, do you have some guys that said, yeah, usually they call me and say, we got them stacked up that need help. They need some mental just to get away. Just And Bernie is such a great town to get away and just relax. And so that's who gives them to me. So I ask, I usually get two to three couples every two weeks. And I'm usually three to four months out a lot of times because there's just so many. And they, they, sometimes they can't come. And so it's not, oh, yeah, we'll be there because there's so many things going on. If there's a big event, they have to cancel. But. That's how I get them from the peer, and the peer support's been just fabulous. And then locally in the community, you mentioned coming to a greeting, and that's how I know the organization. I've heard a number of people that talk about the impact for them as the audience in that greeting ceremony that you have. Walk us through, what does that look like? How do you surprise someone coming into the room like that? It's really exciting. I get fired up because once they give me the person, they give me his name and his their phone numbers. I call him up, and he tells them. He says, hey, this guy's going to sound like a used car salesman, but you're gonna be, he, he's for real. So I'll call him up and say, hey, Officer Brad Cornell, man, you guys have been chosen to come to a Hope for Heroes weekend at Bernie, Texas. Oh, my gosh, it's going to be unbelievable. I need you to bring your family, your wife, and your kids, right? I, I know who the kids are. I call them by name. And he said, oh, my gosh, yeah. I said, can you be here by 10 a.m.? They said, yes, I can be there at 10 a.m. I said, you sure? Because it's got to be 10 a.m. It's a special check-in for you. He said, okay, great. And I said, all right, we'll, we'll plan on it. So then about a, three or four days later, I'll call him back and say, hey, okay, I got a, some orange cones out for you. What are you driving? Because I've never met you before. And uh, they'll tell me what they're driving. I say, okay, just pull up there at, by 10 o'clock, and I'll give your gift card and your room key. So great. Okay, we can't wait. Then the people here in Bernie, and they come from Austin. They come from San Antonio. People come, and I say, look, at, you need to be, and I put the word out on our website, and our, I've got a, on our um, MailChimp and so we say, hey, you need to be at, here it is. The officers, two SWAT officers or whoever they might be, 
and I need you here by 9.15 to 9.30. We have free breakfast tacos, free coffee. Be in the, you got to be here by then. So we get them all in the either the courtyard at the Kindle Inn or in their ballroom. And we've got signs, and we've got people fired up, and everybody's having fun. And it's amazing, the fellowship, because people that come new, like you you come on the 9th, and you'll know people that you maybe met at HEB or you, you go to church or whatever and say, oh, my gosh, so there's fellowship going on. Then I know I'm watching, and here comes that black suburban out there. So we got a guy running and say, okay, folks, here they are. So everything goes quiet, doors are shut, and it's just like it's silence. So I go meet them out there and say, hey, how you doing, man? Good to see you. They're hugging me, and oh, I can't believe you let have us come. Well, let me, let's come on. Let's run in here and get your gift card and your room key. And we open those doors, and there's a wall of people, and they're cheering and screaming and clapping, and there's signs up, and their names are on the televisions. And they just break down. He can't but not believe, what is this? And then I, we, we of course, have what's so amazing. We have Al Oxier or our police chief, Steve Perez, pray for him. But I always tell him, this is the love of Jesus. We just love you. Bernie loves you. Mm-hmm. And we want you to have a great weekend. We appreciate what you've done for us. We give the wives a, a dozen yellow roses and say, you're a yellow rose of Texas. She's crying. The kids are like, what is this? Usually the kids are like, they're freaked out because they're like, <laughs> What is this? So many people. Yeah, there's so many people. And we never know who comes. Sometimes there's 40, 50, sometimes there's 100. And they just come. You never know when they're who's going to come. I just want it to always continue to be more because it's all in the, like the trademark is it's all in the greeting. And it really is. Whatever you're greeted somewhere, it's all in the greeting. And so that's what happens. And then they meet everybody and we hug them. And I give them their gift card and their thing and say, okay, go have a wonderful weekend. They get to stay at the Kindle Inn, which was built in the Civil War, it's had millions of dollars of renovation. It's the most beautiful rooms. And they just they'll call me and say, wow, this is no best Western. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, not, but yes, it's so it, we just try to make it first class that they'll never forget us. They get a gift basket upstairs with some really cool stuff in it. And they just go home and we call, I call them um, the first week and just how's everything going. And if they need some counseling, they need something. I have resources that they call me on that they don't. I get a lot of calls from wives sometimes because they, they want, they're so proud of their husband and he, they know he has some challenges, but they don't know who to talk to. So it, it's amazing what happens. And, and Hope for Heroes, is that's what it is. It's just giving our heroes some hope. So it's pretty simple, actually. <laughs> You're listening to Building Texas with Justin McKenzie on Bernie Radio, 103.9 FM. And you can find us on the podcast as well. So Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. But I'm thrilled to be sitting here with Brad Cornell from Hope for Heroes, Texas. And it is the greeting. It's that acknowledgement that people are appreciative of the work they're doing that I don't see happening at scale for our first responders. We talked about some fire situations earlier in our our pre-show, but there's a number of volunteer firemen out here that are still supporting these rural communities and we were talking about the mental health aspect of mm-hmm. all of this work and just how important it is to say thank you. Yes. And you give that, you give the community a way to do that very gracefully. Yes. And the, the, the police don't want it. The first responders don't, they, they think if you call them and say, hey, I want to give you a big greeting, they, don't, they won't show up yeah. because that, that's not what they're about. But when they do, yeah. And you're right. The mental health, I've, the statistics are that you and I, Justin, probably in our lifetime, will go through three to four terrible, tragic moments with its death of a family member or a dad or whatever it might be. They go through four to 500 and try to un- 
hear that scream, unsee those things. And you've been through some, as a volunteer fireman, it was you were, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you've seen some stuff that's just, you still just can't get this, this smell of something, the sound, it flashes back. And so we, our, our first responders, all of them, we need to get mental health, like, like you, you were right, probably once a week. They just need some counseling just to know how to get rid of some of those challenges that they have in their brain that's really hard. That's why it's just amazing what they do for us. It's an opportunity to say Kendall County is doing some amazing things with their law enforcement, mm-hmm. particularly Sheriff Al Ox here, focusing on mental health, not only for the officers, but in the community too. Mm-hmm. That's become a big conversation through the pandemic. And you started all of this during the pandemic. Yeah, I started with the worst time to start. <laughs> but I, I understand watching what Austin was going through and the, the shift in conversations around law enforcement is the Genesis story for hope for heroes. What's the future of hope for heroes? How do you continue building momentum around this message? I think as people come and continue to see, I think things aren't going to get better. I think things are going to get worse with our law enforcement and first responders, just the nature of what happens in the last days, believe it or not. Look what's happened in the last three to four years. So Austin, San Antonio, surrounding areas, I think we need to support them more. The goal, Hope for Heroes is looking, I want to, I'd like to get it to where different cities are doing the same thing because it's a very simple thing to do. But we need to start just really showing that support, and it's through the people coming to a Hope for Heroes event. I would rather have you come than give. Once you come and see what it looks like. What's amazing, Justin, is these guys aren't in uniform when they come in. So they look like they they could be working at a gym or they could be doing a they could be doing whatever and they're like that guy right there just put his life or he was shot or he just and it's even tragic when an officer or a first responder kills somebody that was even a bad guy that still messes with you but anyway I want to continue to grow it and have other people I want to duplicate it it's a duplicatable ministry because it is it's we could do the same thing all over I think sometimes people don't try. All you got to do is step out. And once you see what happens to these officers and you see the look on their face and you walk up and talk to them and they just say, thank you for being here. Thank you for caring. And the wives are so proud because somebody's finally telling their husband or that, hey, people care. And that's one thing that's made Bernie, especially in Austin. Bernie is talked about all the time in Austin. I've been on the radio show up there with those two guys. And they're like, man, we love Bernie. We love the people. And so it's, I just thank the people of Bernie for what they've done. But to continue to grow, I'd love to have two, three, four hundred people because it's all in a greeting. I'll keep buying more tacos and coffee, man. <laughs> and it is. Our, our community does lead in many ways. And I think this is another opportunity to highlight where our community leads. Yes. You're not asking the community to go do volunteer hours. You're not asking them to show up and pack things in boxes and put together. You're asking them to stand there and acknowledge another human. That's it. I'm giving you free coffee and tacos to do that. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's, I just want you to come. Yeah. I, I was recently in Florida and got to spend time with my five-year-old at Cops and Coffee. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting to watch just the approachability change for my son, who is very comfortable with law enforcement, but to walk up to a uniformed officer, especially a SWAT officer or someone that's really stacked in their uniform, yeah. It, he he got bolder, he got braver to go up and just say hello and thank you. And, and that was fun. I think having an opportunity for kids to see that at the formative years in the formative way 
that law enforcement really is a servant to our community. Yes. First responders are servants in our community. And we are blessed here in Bernie. We have the finest first responders. Steve Perez, our chief of police in Al Oxier, our sheriff, and our Manny, our chief of, of the fire department. And then, of course, we have Brian Webb at EMS. Is our EMTs are amazing, and it's just really a blessing. Of course, our DPS out of the work out of the sheriff's department. I mean, that it, we got the guys, and they want they're here. You can come to a Hope for Heroes, and there's probably ten or fifteen of them. You can meet them, talk to them. Like I said, well, isn't it great that you got a small fire at your house and the fire truck pulls up, everybody jumped out of it. Well, hey, Josh, how you doing, buddy? We'll put that out for you. There's something about relationship, and that's what we need to do. That's why the city needs to get better at relationships with each other. Okay, guys, let's just know each other. I don't want anything. Just Let's just all together cheer on the guys that are here to help us and save us. We need it. And help them with mental health. There's a lot of wisdom out there in this community. So, so you do this twice a month, I think the second and fourth weekends of the month. Yes. Upcoming December 9th, we have, you have your final greeting for the year. Yeah. And, and then you go into Christmas doing Blue Santa. Blue can Santa. You, can you help us understand what is Blue Santa? And yeah, Blue Santa is where we just gather a bunch of gifts. I get a hold of all the Hope for Heroes and then this Maureen, she's doing at her house. We're, we're going to bring all the gifts over on the 10th. So people just start stacking up gifts, stacking them up, and then we take them to the sheriff's department. And it's for the, the kids that have less than others. And so they take care of all the distribution. So we're going to be involved in Blue Santa. In fact, the second, this coming Saturday, we're going to help lay wreaths on all of the Bernie Cemetery, all the headstones out there for the fallen and, and respect for the people that, have, that are still here. So Hope for Heroes gets involved in the community things that we can do that I can get the. I have ambassadors. If you see guys in our wearing a red shirt, <laughs> that means they're ambassadors for Hope for Heroes because – I have. To, I always wanted a base. There's got to be at least 20 or 30 people here because otherwise, if I'm just standing here cheering. So the more people, the better. So we have the, those guys to step up and help. So we're here to help the community like we do with the beef. I told you about the Texas Beef Initiative. Hope for Heroes gets about 500 pounds a month of beef, two-pound packages, all, all uh, ready to go. And so far, we've fed over 30,000 people this year just by giving it to charities, helping people that need help. And so we're just all about giving, and that's really what it's all about, just showing that love no matter where the people are at. So you're going to come back in February with your greeting ceremonies, and then on March 2nd, you have a gala coming up. Yes, March 2nd, we're going to have a gala right here at the Kindle. It's going to be fantastic because it'll be catered by um, Peggy's. We'll have it in the ballroom, and I want to thank, of course, Joe, and I want to thank Bill Bird for saying, hey, have it here. And so it's going to be 25 tables, and we're going to sell tables, and it's going to it's, there's last time – I had about 35 or 40 tables. So it's going to be, it's going to be amazing, too. We have some great speakers. We're going to have great auction items. We're going to, it's going to be a great time to honor our first responders. And I appreciate when you talk about people in the community coming out and supporting. There's business leaders in the community that support the Kindle Peggy's. Yes. Those are people that make our community really special as well because right. they open the door and give you the opportunity to serve this community in a way that you can afford. Yes. Which in the nonprofit world means in kind. <laughs> yeah. And it's very nice that we have those leaders in those places that allow us to celebrate what you're doing. Yeah, really. We have some great leaders. Blacksmith Grill is where we do our monthly lunch, where we supply from 11 to 1. It's all free. It'll be chili cheese sandwiches this week, this uh, on the 5th. And it's all the first responders. They come from all over. Some come from even the border. 
just to come because it's all the first responders in town and around for retired or whatever. We supply everything. Just come have a free lunch. In fact, the last one we had, Austin brought six of their officers down, and they served everybody. They paid for it even, and they cleaned everything up. We're just sitting there watching them going, wow, because they so respect what Bernie has done for them. So they decide they want to come and help, and then I believe it's going to be in February. SAPD is going to come and do the same thing. But I do want to thank our sponsors for that. Vic Vaughn Toyota is one of our sponsors for that lunch, as is the Club Car Wash. So we appreciate the sponsors and the businesses in Bernie are big time. And we give gift certificates and things in the gift bag so they can go to these different businesses. And that's something else. During the pandemic, when this was really bad, I was given $500 gift cards when we first started this and saying, you've got to spend it in Bernie because it's going to help our locals. Because yeah. I, I do. And these cops, they'll take that baby home and get a gun up in Austin or something. Yeah. You know, so I make sure the family, hey, you need to spend it here so that wife and your children can have fun and and they, of course, afterwards, they're all excited. They that I spent it here. So, I also want to have our listeners and our listeners from outside of Bernie think about their city as a city for hope. Yes. And, and we were talking about we're uniquely positioned for Austin to have. It's just far enough to feel like a special trip, but it's not so far away that it's unapproachable. True. So I think of cities like Houston and Dallas. They have communities like ours around them that could really support it. Because I failed to mention, you don't do this for the Bernie police or Kendall County Sheriff. We're not honoring our community in that way. We do that differently through the lunch and other ways. Exactly. But when you do the greeting ceremony and you have somebody come in, they're coming on a special trip. They're getting out of town. Yes. Going to a new environment and being appreciated by strangers. So other cities could do the similar. Yes, they could. And we've got it set up. They could use our logos. They could use our everything. We just set it up. It's all set up, ready to go. You don't have to do. You don't have to do all the work that it takes for logos and the weight of the badge podcast and the different things that we do. It's all set up, and we'd be happy to come up and set you up. So, if you're a city outside of a major metropolitan area, it's a great opportunity to honor first responders in your community and around your community because. I know our community first responders really love just being a part of it yes. and recognizing what we're doing for their community outside of the area. And at the Hope for Heroes, I recognize them. I say, look at guys, the police that are standing there say, look at these guys all came out for you. Our first responders came out to greet you. Yeah. And that's really a special deal because, and I honor, I just thank so much our chief of police and our uh, sheriff that lets those and the police, uh, fire and all of them that let them come to those because they're, they're working <laughs> a lot of times. We've talked a lot about what you do, why you do it. And your podcast, The Way to the Badge, is, is something we want to encourage people to go check out and listen. I'm sure they can find it on Spotify yes. and other platforms. Where do you share the stories? Where do we hear the impact that this weekend is having on a family, on an officer individually? Where do you get that feedback and what is that? sound like when you talk about the feedback the, the information that to come to one and then i don't put it out where there's cheering and all the stuff out there that's something you need to come and witness because i don't want the people that are coming to be able to go and they see the crowds and stuff but they don't know what it's like to be and then when you come to one and you see what happens that's it's just unbelievable especially with your kids the kids just love it and so 
you really need to come to one. I, mean, I just put out on the podcast, and then you go on our website, hopeforheroestx.org, check out the photos and letters. I asked the, the officers to send us letters. So we post letters of what they thought about it, what it meant to them. So there's a lot. And there's some guys that come that I can't say anything because they are undercover. They are still on duty, and they don't want their face out there. So we, I'm real sensitive to that. But when you come to one, it's life-changing just to see what a real greeting's like. Where would we find that information? Where? What's your website? Yeah, you go to our website, Hope for Heroes, TX. Don't forget the TX. Hope for Heroes, H-E-R-O-E-S, TX.org. And it has the schedule of when our greetings are and when the gala is and all that kind of stuff. So if you go to our website, you can see it all. And you found support statewide from the highest offices. Oh, yeah. We had the governor. Governor Abbott's a big supporter of ours. And he, he was at our gala last year, and Chip Roy was, and then Kent Harrison from Promise Keepers and from Colorado, Waterstone, which is huge. So, yeah, we've got people from all around Florida. In fact, Oliver North did a story on us, American Heroes, if you check out that. When I first started this, he said, this is amazing. Nobody's ever done this before. So that's what's exciting. All we're doing is just, it's all in the greeting. We're just telling you we love you. Why should that be so special as far as, shouldn't we all be doing that? <laughs> you know? It, it makes me think about walking in the door in other places, how important that first greeting is. Yes. And I appreciate the work that you're doing and the impact that you're having across building Texas because that. we are seeing the growth. We're seeing all of this shift and for professions like first responder roles, that means they're facing new communities, new challenges, more people and less funding. Exactly. And we do need to support them. The public, needs, we're the ones that need to say thank you because we're the ones that are out there saving lives. We need to be helping them with mental health. We need to tell them we love them and thank them for what they do. And I know a lot of us do that, but to make it a plan to do it, like Hope for Heroes does, is a big deal. I'll finish on, I think it's wildly important that we also show our kids that this is a profession and it's a place to serve. And there's tremendous honor in giving back to your community as a first responder, especially a career first responder. Uh, that's an incredible need that I hope we're building for the future. Yeah, there's nothing worse than having a young person not respect authority, which they are. So when they can respect their police and fire and EMTs, that's a big deal. So we want to see the kids come and be part of this also. So bring your kids with you. Brad Cornell, thank you for the way you're building Texas, and thank you for joining me today. Thank you. It's an honor to be on your program, and thank you for what you're doing, Justin. This is Justin McKenzie from Building Texas. Today's segment is brought to you by Das Greenhouse. Das Greenhouse is a business incubator launched here in Bernie to serve our local community. Das Greenhouse is a place where you can come to grow your idea. Our goal is to make Bernie accessible to people who are looking to grow a business, expand a business, or learn more about what's out there in their community and get involved. Visit us at dasgreenhouse.org or come visit us at 7 Upper Balconies Road, Bernie, Texas. Das Greenhouse. Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. Now let's head over to the Patrick Heath Public Library with Miss Constance for Children's Story Time. The Patrick Heath Library is open today from 10 to 4. This is Bernie Radio.